Welcome to episode 192 of Kapowcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. I am Mike. Joining me today is Jeff Jefferson. Greetings. Tony is snowed in. He is. So he's, to speak. Kind of. He is frozen in place. We, f- we saw him on the lawn and we're scared to move him. He got lost in the maze trying to <laughs> hunt Danny Torrance. And who could blame him? That kid was so fucking annoying. <laughs> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> God, that kid sucked. Um, and I'm kind of bummed Tony's not here because today we decided to do an episode we've been talking about doing, which is our individual top five favorite moments in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So many to choose from, but we only had to, each of us, narrow it down to five. Maybe at some point Tony can uh, splice his top five in here with an explanation. Yeah. It'll be like he was here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But first, as always, News. Surprised we haven't had a song created for that in the four years that we've been doing this show. I've already been four years. It's been a long time. It's been a long road. But uh, in, the, in the time we've been doing, it, I'm surprised there, we never created like any kind of intro for the news. No, and we never will. Nope. We're underachievers. <laughs> um, first of all, I don't know if you heard this, but a bit of scary news Uh-oh. this week. Sun's exploding. Close. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, on the set of the Eternals, they uh, found an explosive. Whoa, no shit. Yeah, they had to evacuate the set. I didn't hear, but where was that at? I don't know. Oh, wow. But yeah, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that has to be a first, right? Yeah, I would think so. I wonder where that, wow. Um, I want to look it up. Eternals, explosive. According to various reports, Angelina Jolie and other members of the film, the Eternals got a scare when a bomb was reportedly found on set. Multiple outlets have reported that production of the Marvel project was halted when members of the crew found an unidentified object in the near vicinity. Wow. Vicinity. 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 <laughs> oh, it was a World War II era explosive. Really? Yeah. Maybe it was just left over. Yeah, it happened in one of Spain's Canary Islands off the coast of Africa. Oh, that explains that. It was that probably- explains everything. <laughs> Here I thought somebody really didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> some, some Batman fanboy. <laughs> Joker's still number one. <laughs> no Marvel movies, no more. Running away. <laughs> Maybe it was Red Skull. Could have been. World War II era explosive. Maybe it was one of the sleepers. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe it was one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that are, yeah. Could be. Could be so many possibilities. <laughs> I think it was Cap. Cap did it. I honestly keep forgetting that the Eternals movie is happening. Yeah, me too. And it's funny because like, I always liked the Eternals and thought they were really cool. I know nothing about them. Well, they're, 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 you know, it's Jack Kirby space God shit. And that's right up your Hell yeah. ass alley. <laughs> ass alley. My back alley. Your back alley. Um, and it has a very, like, who's all in that movie? It's like. Well, you already mentioned Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Um, it had a really weird cast. <clears throat> Kunar Ninjari or whatever. That guy's in it. He's a, yeah. Let's see. Eternals cast. You're going to beat me to it, I think. Galaxy Four, Richard Madden, Ma Dong Sok is the forgotten one. Oh yeah, uh, Kit Harrington. I was gonna say, is yeah. the one guy from Game of Thrones in it? Selma Hayek, hell yeah. Oh, that's right, Selma Hayek is in it. And a bunch of people I don't recognize. That I'm sure someone would be happy to eliminate. There's a guy in it named Dong. Yeah, that's very racist, but funny. <clears throat> crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. A man named Dong. <laughs> I think that comes out. In about a year, November next year. Hell yeah. Comes out. There's a, there haven't been that many announcements for Marvel films. No, it's really weird because I was actually just thinking about this last night. Like we got the um, Black Widow movie mm-hmm. in May and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, eh, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have been more excited if, uh, spoiler alert, she wasn't dead. Yeah, that's what kind of kills it for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, the fact that she's dead, I'm like... I- Just bizarre timing. Do you think that the sparse movie lineup is part of a strategy to... Temper expectations. Like, I think it might be also a strategy to get get people to focus more on the uh, Disney Plus shows that are coming out. It could be because uh, they have said that you will need to watch the Disney Plus shows to understand where things are going. Which is shitty. (laughs) (laughs) It it kind of is. uh, Like, they've said, like, Loki and WandaVision Mm -hmm. are both going to tie heavily into Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse. Yeah, well, I'll end up getting it probably. I well, mean, if you could find somebody, uh, you uh, when you get a subscription, you can add up to seven profiles, and you can have it on. You can watch four different shows on four different devices. Wow, that's not bad at all. At the same time, so I kind of thought Disney was going to play the whole like very limited. Yeah, I would have thought that too. It uh, seems very affordable. It you know, and honestly, like I know, I know Disney's. You know, people look at Disney as like an evil corporation. Yeah, evil monolithic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, like the, the amount of content you're getting on Disney Plus is un. I almost want to say it's unmatched. Yeah, I mean, um, just the National Geographic library alone is so many hours of yeah. content. Um, maybe maybe next week when we do a show, because as of this recording, it goes live tomorrow. It goes up. I can do wow. a little uh, hands-on thoughts on it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And like every time I scroll through like all the available con- content, I always find new stuff. Uh, like, you know, I, I told you guys yesterday, like the uh, Avengers cartoon from like their 2010. Yeah, one, I really like that. The Earth's Mightiest Heroes mm-hmm. that's going to be on there, which that was a really good show. It was. I really like that show. Uh, Gargoyles is going to be on there, Fuck of yeah. course. Uh, Spider-Man, the X-Men animated series. And it was funny. I said that. It's funny because like I kind of gave Cody the same shit <laughs> because a long time ago, like Netflix took scrubs uh-huh. off. And I was like, dude, I was like, I literally own it. Like, uh-huh. you can, you can literally, I have every season you can walk in. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but no, it's like right I there. I take a disc out of it. And then I, I pretty much said the same thing last night. Cause I was like, oh man, they got X-Men and stuff. I was like, you own it. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't have to like put the disc in. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I've turned into that guy. Oh, thing, oh, I mean, yours are DVD, right? Yeah. Oh, so I, I mean. I'm wondering the, if they are going to be. Digitally like upscaled to yeah, Blu-ray or to 10K. At least, yeah, HD. Um, and. Not to mention the one thing that you do have the advantage of doing when you stream a show as opposed to putting a disc in is you could like fall asleep watching it and not worry about the disc ending. Yeah. And then having a really loud jarring menu. Menu play. It's just that song over and over and over and over again. Or like, I oh God, the crazy nightmares. So this is going to say, this is going to be like what a lazy piece of shit I am. Like I just the other day I actually put like the X-Men DVD on. And like, I had just gotten off work. I worked like a 5 a.m. shift or whatever. And I was really, really tired. And so I'm, and it was like, it was already getting dark out and yada, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just like, I was like, I'm going to fucking put this on, take a shower and just like veg. And so I did that. And like, I'm like, like, you know, you, you lay on the couch and you get that like half state of like, you're kind of awake, but you're kind of asleep, mm-hmm. but you're like, we're super comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that state. But every time like an episode ends, I'm like, oh man, is this going to be the one that ends? I'm going to have to get up and change. The <laughs> <laughs> Living in terror. I know. Right? Oh, <laughs> I'm such a piece of shit. Like <laughs> it's such a First horrible world thing. problem. I know. Right. I right. Oh no. It's the last episode. <laughs> I got to change the disc. Oh, fuck my life. Not only if you have like, if you have to change the disc, but if you have to change the, the set completely, like if it's the last one mm-hmm. on that particular season or volume or whatever, and you're like, oh, I got to get it out. <laughs> put the other one back in. This is bullshit. Uh, did we lose a war or something? <laughs> Uh, what was really bad was the uh, when it happened, 
there was another episode came out and I was like, oh, thank God. And then like it started playing. <laughs> and then like I saw like the first like opening shot and it was the Shadow King episode. And I was like, I fucking hate this episode. <laughs> Even as a kid, I hated it. Yeah, like the first time watching it. Like, eh. It's like that, like. Most of the solo episodes weren't that good. Even like the Gambit one with the Eternals, like. Even oh, externally, externally yours. yours yes. Yeah, not Eternals. That was something we just talked about five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> externally yours. Like, even that one, like, I'm kind of like, eh. Uh, I liked it okay. Like, there were some good solo episodes, like the Colossus episode where they fought Omega Red. That one was good. It was one of my favorites. I um, didn't like the one where, like, Cyclops went to the weird, weird, like, mutant village and, like, Toad was there. Yeah. That was a weird one. There, I don't know if was that the same one where he went back to, like, the orphanage where he was... I don't remember, but it wasn't good. No, the the, the Cyclops solo episode with the star with uh, the star or not all the star storm and the star jammers. Yeah, where storm had like the weird ponytail. The ponytail for yeah, some odd reason. <laughs> I think she wore that like twice. She had that in that episode. I think she had a ponytail when she was on the submarine. Yeah, with the, which wasn't that great of an episode because they were stuck on a submarine the whole time. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, I don't like. I mean, I just want to just looking forward to being able to put X Men on and just like yeah, man. Although it does depend on what their like timeout is. Mm-hmm. You know, like on Netflix, you get like two and a half, three episodes in. It's like, are you still watching? It's like, fuck yes, I'm still watching. I hate that shit. Hulu, it goes on forever. Yeah. I love Hulu. Like if I have a choice between streaming, like if it, the rare occasion where a show's on Hulu and on Netflix. I normally pick Hulu. I will pick Hulu because I don't have to like, <laughs> it pops up and you have to like scramble to find the remote. You're like, where the fuck <laughs> is it? Let me brush these Cheeto crumbs <laughs> off me. Oh, I'm laying on it. I got to move. But yeah. Um. Hey. Yes. I kind of feel weird talking about this because Tony's not here. Yes. Um, Are you going through puberty? Yep. There is a rumored title for the Ghostbusters 2020 film. What is it? Are you ready? What is Are it? you ready? Are you going to call? Yep. Are you Answer serious? the call. Oh. No, no. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's <laughs> all right, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, I get I, it. It's kind of a play on words because yeah. it's a sequel and, you know. Harold Ramis is dead. Yeah, and he's all, are they going to have a ghost Harold Ramis? I don't know. I, I hope not. That would be kind of fucked up. I don't know. I think that would piss off a lot of people. I keep hearing like things where they're saying, uh, the latest I heard is Dan Aykroyd has said that the original cast is returning. Yeah. So I'm like, but Dan, Dan Aykroyd is crazy. Yeah, he's a crazy man. He sells Crystal Skull vodka he and does. believes in aliens. And he also replaced John Belushi with Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Belushi. Or wait, and then there was that weird, uh, uh, the Blues Brothers 2000 movie with John Goodman. Oh, I remember that. That vaguely. was not, and they had the little kit. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, are, that was part of the whole 2000 craze. Or like, let's reboot everything and slap 2000. Yeah, on. yeah. That was not a good time. A for, good time uh, for anyone. No. Um, how do you how do you feel about this this Ghostbuster sequel that's been rumored to happen for years and is finally happening? Um, to be honest, I'm against it. I don't really think. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to have a sequel so long after the originals. I don't think, I'm not sure if the magic will still be there and it won't really be the same, but I mean, I'll still go watch it and maybe I'll be wrong. Also too, like I can't help but think like, so we just finally got confirmation that the original cast is going to be, you know, hopefully in it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well at this point, like, isn't it going to be anything more than like a cameo? Yeah. Really. And like, it still kind of stems back to my problems with the last Ghostbusters movie, which Th- was, they like, were all women. Yeah. <laughs> which was, Nobody wants to see a reboot or redo. They want to see like people want to see the old cast back. Yeah. Like that's what Ghostbusters is. It's kind of like the whole Han Solo thing. Like you don't want to see them as a legacy. Yeah. Like it's not like a legacy thing. Like it's no, like it's not 
I don't watch it like for a franchise. Like I'm not, I mean, the concept is really cool. Don't get me wrong. But the thing that made it work was that they put a bunch of comedic geniuses together yeah. with really cool special effects. Like, you know, uh, Bill Murray is Peter Venkman. Yeah. You know, that, and Peter Venkman is the Ghostbusters. Ray yep. Stance is the Ghostbusters. Egon is the Ghostbusters. Winston is the Ghostbusters. Like mm-hmm. it just having, if, you know, it's, if it's just going to be a thing where like, they're just in it for like five minutes, it's like a little cameo or something like that. Like I'm kind of not really, I mean, that. I would want, if they're like mentoring new Ghostbusters and it's actually a significant role, I, yeah. could, I could get behind that. It depends on who, did they announce the cast for it yet? Oh yeah. Who, I don't um, remember anyone that's in the, it. It's, it's following like a family. Uh-huh. So there's, I forget the woman's name, who's the mom. Uh, Finn Wolfhard's in it from Stranger Things. Oh yeah, that's right. And then there's, they also have, uh, he has a sister, she has a daughter, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> and Paul Rudd's also in it. That's... I don't know what role he is, but um, yeah, so... Other than that, we really don't know a whole lot. I know apparently it's it's going to deal with like, you know, following a family. So weird. Other than that. Are they saving New York again? I hope, I hope so. so. <laughs> we'll see. It's kind of weird how quickly this all happened. Like, yeah, afterward, with, years and years and years. Yeah. And then like they did the, the reboot one, which uh, failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, it was it was officially a commercial failure, I believe. And I just want to say, like, you can listen to us talking about this now. And you can tell that our disdain for that movie has nothing to do with the fact that they were women. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't really like Melissa McCartney as a, I don't think she's very funny. She no. doesn't really appeal to me. No. The rest of the cast I either didn't know existed or was lukewarm about in general. So I, I just wasn't that interested in like, I, I think they should just leave the franchise alone. Two great movies is fine. I think, well, some would say one great movie, one okay movie. I like the, the second. I know. I, li- I really like the second one too. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think that, you know, once again, I'm always, I am, I'm kind of with you in it where I'm like, you know, oh, so many years after the mm-hmm. original, like, or, you know, let alone like 20, 30 years after, but like, even like sequels that are 10 years after, I'm always kind of like, yeah, like I still haven't seen Zombieland 2. I still really want to. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, uh, yeah, I should check that out pretty soon actually. But well, um, we'll see. I mean, regardless, I'm going to be in the theater seeing it probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went and saw the other one, so <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, my thing was, if I'm going to hate something, I'm going to hate it right, <laughs> and I'm going to go see it, and and yeah, and then hate, and then hate, hate, hate. Um, one more thing that I thought was kind of weird. You're and I, once again, I kind of wish Tony was here because I'm pregnant. Yep. <laughs> uh, apparently, they are going to be beginning work on a new Scream movie, Scream oh, Five, for real. Yeah. Scream harder. Scream. Screamer. Scream louder. Scream. Wasn't there a Scream series on MTV? There was. And the ghost face mask looked stupid. stupid. Looked like a weird CW version. <laughs> I just, uh, my one thing, because I, I, for some reason, like, I don't want to say I like the Scream movies, but they're kind of a, in a sense, like a guilty pleasure. Um, I like the first one. The first one I thought for the time was pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. And uh, it was a semi-realistic slasher flick, you know? Yeah. With a bunch of, it kind of, set, kind of set the standard basically for all the movies after it. Like I know what you did last summer and very similarly themed films with, you know, n- more grounded, somewhat more grounded, but you know, like uh urban legend, like, Oh yeah. There was like a whole craze of movies like that after that. And uh, for better or for worse, after all the supernatural horror flicks that we got, like Friday the 13th and, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Phantasm, all those goodies. Did you see... Because there's four Scream movies, right? Yeah, I four. think so. I've only seen the first three, and I don't remember the second or third one very well. Uh, the second one was the one where they were in college. Yeah. And uh, the third one was where they were in space. Yes. 
third one was, uh, I just seen the third one for the first time not long ago. Yeah. Which is funny because I actually saw the fourth one we saw before I saw the third one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which I don't really think there's a very intricate plot that's yeah. connecting them all. But uh, the third one, if, if I'm not mistaken, that was the one where they're filming the movie. Yes, I think so. And like Jay and Silent Bob are in it. And like, it's really kind of, yeah. it's where the series really started to become kind of self-aware. Yeah. And like goofy, like even um, Scream 4, like it has like a couple of these like fake out ending or fake out like beginnings mm-hmm. where like, like there's one with like Kristen Bell and, <laughs> somebody else and she like stabs a girl she's with and then you find out like oh it's people watching a movie uh-huh and they're like oh it's that person watching a movie. it was like okay uh, yeah. <laughs> but the the thing they did with the four was where it was um what's julie roberts niece emma roberts emma roberts she's in it oh okay and uh, check it out spoiler alert should i spoil do you mind i don't do you care. care like it, she's kind of like you kind of get the feeling she's in the role of the new sydney uh-huh. and it's actually like uh, Nev Campbell City. It's actually her, I think, cousin, okay, or something like that. <laughs> and like, you find out like at the end that Emma Roberts is the killer. Like, That's, she yeah. she's trying to reboot the series, okay, if you will. <laughs> and like, she wants to be the new victim. And it's really, it's it is what it is. Yeah, sounds like something. <laughs> Emma Roberts loves making horror stuff. It's I give her kudos for that for sure. She's like the new uh, Scream Queen. Yep, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I hate this show. <laughs> Uh, you think they'll do a dark and gritty reboot? <laughs> oh, like in Riverdale. <laughs> like in like in Riverdale. Exactly. I had forgotten we had made that joke, and now it's probably going to get me made a few more times. Yeah, probably. It was, it was it was one of those things that I thought about it after we did it. Like I was sitting at work, and I was like, "Man, that was really funny." And I was like, "I don't know if anybody will find it funny." Like when they listen to it, <laughs> if you repeat a joke enough times, it's hilarious. That's, That's what I've learned. Yes. That's what I've been taught. <laughs> So main topic time. Woo! Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, I, I had this idea to do this a few months ago and it's one of those ones where like, I didn't want to do it like just on a whim cause I wanted to try to maybe give myself some time to think about it. No. And then like I picked them and I was like, this is the most fucking basic list. <laughs> it's, it's so it's, it's safe. I wonder if we're going to have the exact same list. We might. I gotta, I, I did write mine out on my phone. You start. Um, like I'm going to go from five up. Okay. Uh, the oh, I spelled initiative wrong on my phone. <laughs> it's all. I gotta start after a good start. Uh, the 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 number five moment for me would be uh the Avengers initiative, the end credit scene in Iron Man one. Oh hell yeah! Because that kicked off the whole shebang. Um, but what sucks for me is that I'm I'm always gonna have this like hint of regret and remorse with that. Because when I first saw Iron Man, it was when we, I probably told the story before on here, but in case anybody didn't hear it and I want to tell it again for the sake of hearing my own voice and, and time. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I first saw it, I, when, it was when we worked at the theater and my manager was like, well, our manager or GM was like, hey, do you want to watch Iron Man? We need somebody to watch it or whatever. He like called me and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> and I didn't really know much about Iron Man, but like me and Eric, we went and watched it. It was just me and him. And it was like four o'clock on a weekday mm-hmm. and we just like watched it. Whatever. We liked it and ended. We left the next day. We were, you know, it was a Friday. I think we were working or whatever. And I was talking to like Tony was there and a couple other people. And they're like, oh, we had like, they're talking about like this, this scene at the end. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they're like, you didn't see it. I'm like, no, <laughs> like it wasn't standard practice back then. Yeah. To, the after credits scene. The, 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 <laughs> and they're and like, phones were less available for you to just yeah. uh, be like, oh, is there an after credit scene? Yep. And I wouldn't have even thought of it, honestly. Like that's another reason why the scene's so important. But, uh, they're like, oh yeah. And they're like, told me what happened. I'm like, 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> I walked out and I missed that. <laughs> and uh, they're like, yeah, it was Samuel Jackson. He was Nick Fury. And yeah, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man, I done goofed. But uh, ever since then, I never leave a Marvel movie early. Yeah, same I here. There, now I, I like I Google every pretty much every movie I'm in unless I hated it. Like I sit from my perch and scoff at the people that get up and walk out, <laughs> especially when it's like opening day. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> sit down, you rubes. <laughs> Don't you know? But that Fools. Uh, that I think was like one of the if there was like a cornerstone of moments in the MCU, that's definitely like I, I had a toss up between that and the I am Iron Man moment. Oh, yeah. But I decided to go with that because I think it uh, it's one of those building blocks that set the framework for the entire how the entire franchise was going to unfold with the after credits. And hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it my turn? I think so. OK. My uh, number five moment would probably be when Iron Man first shows off his was it the Mark Two armor, the first actual like full rep. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Mark three, Four, three, yeah, I think because they had the, the Mark two was the silver, silvery, yeah. Okay, and then whatever armor that when he first shows off that armor, actually shows a full CGI fight scene with the military forces, and you actually got to see like a living, you know, comic book action scene in a cinematic. When film. When he shows up in uh, wherever it was, and he's like busting through walls yeah. and pulling people through. Holy shit, man! Oh, oh, I got goosebumps. I know. Um, that's you know what's you know what's really cool about that scene mm-hmm. and that whole part for the most part is if you go back and watch it, there's not really a lot of music playing. Huh. I'd have to, uh, yeah, I'll have to it's rewatch like it. Just, it's mostly just all sound effects. There's not like a score really or anything. Wow. I guess it makes it more, they did a good job with it then because I never noticed, you yeah. know, it was just pure impactful. It's like a lot of people argue that, you know, Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 were the first modern, like, you know, CGI comic book fight scenes in films, but mm-hmm. I don't really think it was quite there yet. Like Iron Man, I think was the first film when it was really there. I don't care what anybody says, and I, I will 100% stick by my guns. I will swear on my father's grave. When I saw Spider-Man 2 for the first time, it was an employee showing, mm-hmm. and the opening scene where he's swinging with the pizza, uh-huh. <laughs> I was watching it, and I was like, that looks really bad. Yeah. Like, even then, I thought it looked bad. And there are people that are like, are you kidding? No, like, it looks great. Like, what are you talking I'm like, no, it looked bad. And like, this isn't me like watching it like 10 years later and going like, it looked bad. So I'm going to say it always looked bad. Mm-hmm. No, it looked bad then. And I think it looks probably even worse now. Yeah. Spider-Man 2's, I never really enjoyed the, the CG in the in two it. Spider-Man movies and the, especially the first two have not aged well. No. Do you, I know some people that this is going to be funny. Consider the first Spider-Man a good movie to watch during Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Why? I'm assuming because of the Thanksgiving scene. Oh yeah. There's a the Thanksgiving day. Yeah. Before, like, <laughs> he fingers and- the turkey. He's like, <laughs> And there's the there's a parade and everything too. There is a parade with Macy Gray, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> jive turkey there is. <laughs> that joke. But no, that yeah, that scene with uh, when he first like really you get the first full sense of like Iron Man and what he's mm-hmm. about. And you're like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Oh yeah, and it wasn't even like the biggest fight scene in the movie either. No, it was all uh, the the presentation and the build up was all right. Yeah, like you don't even realize until you like think about it. You're like, oh wow, he actually like really wasn't fully Iron Man. Until like the last like 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like because the movie's just that good and that enjoyable, you don't even don't even think about it. It was our first real taste of the Disney Marvel formula. Like even Disney, even though Disney wasn't quite in the Yeah. In the fold. Yeah, that's true. Crazy to think about. But it was the first taste of the modern Marvel cinematic formula. Like they kind of went on a was that was the first movie, right? That came out before Hulk, didn't yep. the Hulk? Or was it Hulk? It's weird to think like that Hulk and the Dark Knight like all came out in the same year. That's crazy to think about. But yeah, that's my pick. 
Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's really good. Thanks. Um, the next one I have is Avengers Assemble from Avengers, the first Avengers. Uh, and what I mean by that is even I guess it, it's kind of a cheap, a cheap pick because they kind of spoiled it in the trailers. Yeah. That big like turnaround shot of all of them. Mm-hmm. Like when they first like, but, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying with like that Iron Man, like you had the proper buildup in the presentation and all that, like you saw in the trailer and it was cool, but when you see it in the grand scope of it and you actually have the buildup to it and you see it and then you're like, oh shit. Yeah. That's good movie right there. Hell yeah. That's good cinema. <laughs> Fuck you, Scorsese. That's good shit. Like that's like one of those shots too that I could just watch over and over again and like screen cap it. And what's funny about that is that's like our first like real official look at the Avengers in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And it's also like our last shot of the original six yeah. in the MCU because they show it in Endgame when they go back in time. And that's like the last time you see all six together. Oh, wow. So I think that there's a very poignant moment in that. Hell yeah. Not to mention to just go back, just going back to, I mean, we're nearing it down to moments, but like (laughs) just that entire Avengers movie is, is something that in my wildest dreams, I never thought we'd ever see. I know an Avengers movie. I never would have thought back then. All we had was ultimate Avengers. Yep, And we loved it. (laughs) Not so much anymore. No, Rewatching that was a, I wish I hadn't to be honest, but then again, I kind of glad I did because I would be end up recommending it to people like, Oh yeah, it was good. Yeah. I used to watch it all the time. And they're going to be like, they're going to watch it. Like this fucking guy's guy's an idiot. This guy's got horrible taste. Do you think it is comparatively like, just because like we've been, uh, our brains have been washed and spoiled so much by like what we have now that like you go back and watch that. You're like, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, I think so. I think we have been spoiled. I mean, not only from like live action cinematic, you know, films, but also all the great uh, animated content that DC has been pumping out. I mean, they've made like at least a dozen really good animated films. That's have both the animation and the plot and the acting just blow ultimate Avengers away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even Marvel's outdone ultimate Avengers with uh Hulk versus like Hulk versus uh Wolverine. That's actually like, that's one of those things I watch. I'm like, damn it. I wish this was longer. I know. And then I never saw Hulk versus Thor. I heard it wasn't as good. No. Say lovey. Indeed. But yeah, the, I guess I, I almost put when I was writing down those, I almost put Avengers money shot. Cause <laughs> <laughs> primarily that's what all that is. Like that shot, like the way it shot and the turnaround with the score and like just seeing them all. Then like you hear like all the clamoring in the background and the Chitari are like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Chitari. That was another uh, big trend setting with the, uh, you know, faceless aliens that get yeah. killed and by the dozens or hundreds. Faceless, faceless soldiers is what yep. you need. Yeah, you can't, you can't just kill a bunch of people. Well, you can. You can. But you shouldn't. <laughs> it's against the law. Don't. Don't murder. <laughs> don't murder. Here at Kapowcast, we do not advocate killing a whole bunch of people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Even if it would look really cool. In CGI. <laughs> yes. All right, my turn. My number, turn. Number four for you, right? Yeah, my number four is uh, um, definitely I would have to go with Thanos' first reveal in the uh, Avengers. Ooh, very small moment, but yeah, a good it, moment. Oh, man. That after credit scene is, oh, it blew me away because, like, I've been a big Thanos fanboy since I was a kid. I've always thought, like, I, re- I picked up uh, the Infinity Gauntlet graphic novel when I was, like, 13 or 14 or something, and I just read through it all right away and I was like oh that's good shit you know I just love Thanos he's such a, I always thought he's a really cool character and I never in a million years would have thought they would have picked him as a big baddie in a comic book movie and then even if they did I wouldn't you know I figured it would have went the you know X-Men apocalypse route and picked like crappy like Ivan Ooze like makeup <laughs> but no they did it right they made him a eight foot tall purple puss faced man with a wrinkly chin they did everything right one of my favorite things about that 
And it's kind of a precedent with Marvel movies of them having like a, I don't want to say Thanos was an obscure end credit scene. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that discredits the character, but I do feel like it was uh, not as well known. No, no like, one knew who Thanos was before that. Like, it, but it was what was funny was watching people like pretend like they know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? And, uh, or just being like, well, you know, uh, just not realizing like what was, what was next. And I remember when I went and seen Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. I went and seen it with my stepdad. And there's, the end credit scene where he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. He grabs the gauntlet, puts it on. And my stepdad looks at me, he's like, what was that? <laughs> like, like, he's like, okay. Like, and I'm like, it's comic books, it's comic books, you know? And, and he knows about comic books. He has, he has like an Iron Man number one. Oh no shit. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunately it's, it's been, it's been a little water damaged and stuff like uh, that, but, but he still has it. I held it. Hell yeah. But, um, you know, just for him, it was just like, you know, cause he probably hasn't read a comic book in like a, probably like 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what is this? And I'm like, that's, that's like, a, there's like three different reactions of, of end credit scenes. There's the people <laughs> that like get it and they're like, oh yeah. And then there's the people that are like, what? <laughs> and then there's the people that are like, I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was what I expected. I was, I was the second one. Yeah. On, uh, the end credits for far from home. Yeah. When Nick Fury's on the spaceship, I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Huh. All right, and then all people right. were like, oh, it's going to be sword. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. All right. Whatever. It's not that I don't know what sword is. I do, but like, wasn't I just, sword founded by Norman Asborn? Probably. I don't know. That was I, when he was the leader of shield and he changed, he changed. No, did he, I think he might've changed it to sword or hammer. I can't remember now. But I was just like, that was like a, sometimes though the end credit scenes, like they, I don't want to say they fall flat, but they leave you confused. They leave you confused and sometimes going like, oh, that's it? Yeah. Like the Guardians ones, like with like uh, Howard the Duck. and <laughs> I did like the Howard the Duck one. <laughs> when they start, when the credits, I think a lot of people started to lose faith in the credits when they started to be more comedic. Yes. With like Iron Man 3. Yeah. When like you find out he was telling the story to Bruce Banner and he's like, I fell asleep. And, uh-huh. and then uh, what was the other one? The other one in Thor where like the big, ice dog is like running around and like just running and ramp weird. It's yeah. goofy. I mean, they, it's not like, you know, they'd been doing that since the Avengers. Cause there's like the whole shawarma. EA oh yeah. You're scene. right. I forgot about the, the shawarma one was what really started it. Yeah. Because people were like, Oh, it's so funny. Like you were expecting something epic. I had no idea what a shawarma was. I didn't either. <laughs> and now, and now I get them all the time. Really? They're delicious. Yeah. Oh, they changed your lifestyle. They did. Good job. Disney subverted my lifestyle. You buy shawarmas at Disney. I official Avengers shawarmas. Are you asking me? Tony could tell you. I'm asking whoever. <laughs> I am asking Walt Disney's frozen corpse. Yes, his frozen head. <laughs> Give me more shawarma. Um, my number, my number three pick is another one that I I tossed and turned. <laughs> I tossed and turned with. Um, it was between two moments. I, I tried to keep it where I was picking one moment from one movie. Mm-hmm. Like I like otherwise like I think there would have been like maybe two movies represented in the whole list. Mm-hmm. So I was torn between two things in Civil War. I was torn between the the airport battle. Yeah. And I was torn between like the final fight with like Cap, Bucky, and Iron Man. Oh, it's such a good fight. And I'm like, oh, they're just, they're just two totally different tones. Like one's mm-hmm. like super serious and like they're like really going for blood. The other one's like, not to say pulling the punches, but it's like more fun and like yeah. action packed. And uh, I decided to go with the airport scene just because that was... To me, that's like one of the most comic book at that point too. That was like the most comic book battle I've ever seen. Yeah, like, man. It was so cool. And it was so surreal to see just because like Spider-Man was there. And Hell yeah. Panther, and, and then you had like other people like Vision. And it was just like, 
these are just glorious times we live in. And like, that's just that whole fight scene is just so much fun. Like if I see it on TV, I always have to stop and watch it because it's, it's just fun. It's just good until Rhodey breaks his back. It's just, it's just <laughs> like all the stuff with Ant-Man, like all the lines in it. Like yeah, it's just man. so good. Like they took the, like the Russos took the Joss Whedon formula and made it better. Yeah, absolutely. And made it not as like, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah, quip, 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 quip. But they made it, they brought a more subtlety to it. Like, just like when like, uh, like Ant-Man, when he throws the, the truck and he's like, here, throw this at it. And it's like, oh, I thought that was a water truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Ant-Man really makes that whole fight scene like super enjoyable mm-hmm. when he gets big. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, uh, I love that when he turned into giant man, that was so fucking cool. Like, I didn't expect them to do that. No, not only that, but like, once again, it was just one of those things too, where you're just, and I think that's what for us, like these moment, these moments come down to is like, when you see it, you're like, Oh, I never thought I'd see that. Yeah. Like, and that's what it is. I was just like, never thought I'd see like, you know, Spider-Man fighting Falcon winter soldier. Yeah, man. Black Panther fighting Hawkeye, Ant-Man turning into giant man. And just, Oh, just so much like fan nerdy goodness. I don't care that it, it was not as big as like the civil war comic. I think it was better than the civil war. Comic. I agree. I think the civil war comic. well, I mean like a lot of the cast of the civil war comic were all like, C-listers and D-listers that I don't give a shit about. Right, that nobody cared about. So yeah, I was going to exactly. say, like, nobody cares about fucking blah, blah. And then, like, oh, but, the, you know, there's so many permanent repercussions. Like, what, they killed Black Goliath? I mean, they brought him back to kill him, which I thought was really cheap. And, and then they had the weird robot Thor. Yeah. Clor. Clor. Uh, I wonder if he's still around. I remember he was around afterwards. They rebuilt him after. And he was called Ragnarok, and he shaved his head and had an emo face, I guess. And then Speedball fucking wore like a bondage suit and called himself penance or something like that. And like, there's a whole bunch of shit that came out of civil war. It was trash. I think, uh, yeah, the movie Captain America civil war is still up there. I think was one of my favorite movies. Like, yeah, I know for a lot of people, like it's winter soldier, but like civil war, I think was just so cool. Just like having all those characters. It was like an Avengers light movie. Yeah. It really it was, was still focused on Captain America. It was still a very centric story. And I mm-hmm. think that's what was so cool about it. Yeah. I think they really did a good job of, uh, cementing the dynamic between Captain America and Iron Man. And then they kind of just tossed it aside afterwards, which was regrettable. I mean, it was, but at the same time, like, if you think about it, we didn't see them officially reunite on screen until Endgame. Yeah. Which was, like... I guess they're like, okay, I guess we got a couple other things going on that we should focus on. <laughs> I guess maybe our uh, our little fight... Our really lover's tryst. Lover's tryst. Lover's quarrel isn't really <laughs> worth it. But yeah, though, I mean, it, I knew when I started this, I was like, I know I'm going to pick something from Civil War. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. That was the that was the one for me, and I, I I will put that scene against any other scene in any other comic book movie. Oh yeah, that's I think it holds up better than uh like the big end fight scene in uh, Endgame because I mean like I really enjoyed the big end fight scene in Endgame, but there was just too much going on. It's like a it's almost like that that uh, battle with like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's so like so heavy, and there's so much going on that you're just like, uh, yeah. I mean, um, it's kind of like when you go to the Chinese buffet and you eat like two plates of really good food and you're full, but then there's still all, all this other food that you can't even focus on and you're upset about it. That's perfect. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I would, I would liken that to going to any like type of uh, place to eat food and there's like all this food and you're like, oh, I want to try this and this yeah. and try to fit it all on your plate. And you can't, and, you can't focus your attention yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I really want to try that and oh, this looks really good. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, is, I'll, this, I'll make a food metaphor out of anything. This is why we should review food. Movies more. Yes. Food and movies. <laughs> Booties. That's us. <laughs> All right. My turn. Uh, my number, is this four, three? Yes. Wait. 
Yes, three. Okay, my number three pick would have to be, you knew I was going to pick something from uh, Winter Soldier. I knew it. <laughs> the elevator fight scene. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that fight scene got me pumped up more than pretty much any fight scene in any Marvel movie. I was just, you know, like when he gets his uh, wrist stuck to the uh, wall of the elevator with that weird magnet shackle. And he's yeah. Like, yank, uh, it beats the shit out of an elevator full of muscle men. <laughs> uh, that, I, yeah. <laughs> it just... Total action movie. just such a good fight scene. I almost put that on mine and I knew I kind of had a feeling one way or another. I was like, I feel like Jeff or Tony is going to put that on there. <laughs> so I feel like I'm not going to do that. And I was right. <laughs> but that was, a, that was, that is a really good scene. Like there was one time I remember we had it on TV and I like went to go do something and Steph was like, you're going to miss the elevator scene. And I, was like, <laughs> oh. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> She's right. Like everything about that scene, like the close quarters, like it's so mm-hmm. when going from like big CGI, like crazy battles, like in the end of Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy stuff yeah. like that. And then seeing what the Guardians of the Galaxy, no, Guardians of the Galaxy came out after Winter Soldier, I think. Either yes. way, like, like seeing uh, stuff like that, like this, or even like the I, Hall of Irons, Hall of Iron, Hall of Armor. Hall of Armor. Armor Armors, suits. Yeah. And at the end of Iron Man 3, like seeing like a fight like that where it's just very like close quarters and hand to hand. When he grabs the one person, just flips them up to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Oh yeah. Cap is very strong. He fucking jumps out of the elevator. Yep. <laughs> he fought a, what was it? A Quinn? It wasn't a Quinn jet, but like that crazy weird jet with the, yeah, he rode up with an ele- with a elevator. He just <laughs> rode up with an elevator. <laughs> Going up. He, he rode up on a motorcycle and took the whole thing down yep. himself. Like it was nothing. <laughs> and then like, it, like the whole movie just built him up really well. Like they characterized him so well that, you know, showed what a man out of time he was, you know, a boy scout in a world of crazy gray politics. And he couldn't tell who his friends were. And the closest thing he had to a friend in the entire movie was basically, you know, was a black widow, you know, but she, you know, whose side was she on the whole time? Cause she's, you know, former Russian spy. You could just tell how lost he was, but he never lost his moral compass. And that's what makes him such a great character. Yes, I agree because I feel like Cap didn't have his due until winter soldier. Yep. And that was um, the first good Captain America movie. And until Winter Soldier, I don't think, uh, I think a lot of people, well, I shouldn't say until Winter Soldier, but when Winter Soldier hit, I think a lot of people were like, yep, that's, that's a good comic book movie. Yeah. I, think it was, I still I think it's the greatest, like, it's not just a great comic book movie. It's a great movie, but you know, it the espionage. A, yeah. And, the, the message about, you know, the anti-surveillance message that is so prevalent in today's society. I think it really struck a chord. I agree. Um, and, even though, like I said, like, I think I like Civil War a bit more. Like, I still really, really like The Winter Soldier. Like, Hell yeah. Sometimes, and I think this happens a lot with comic book movies, sometimes they don't age well. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is sometimes, especially because, like, everything gets a sequel, sometimes the sequels that precede it, like, diminish it in some way. Well, I mean, like, they normally have a higher budget. Yeah. And they have more going on, and they try to top it. Like, if, if you ask me personally... Somebody would be like, hey, what do you like better? Like uh, Infinity War or the first Avengers? I'm going to be like Infinity War. Yeah. But a lot of people will stick to the gun on the first Avengers just because it was the first one Mm -hmm. and they have that nostalgia. But if you go back and watch it, it's a very thin, basic movie. Mm -hmm. The plot was very, you know, let's just get these characters together and have them fight some aliens. Yeah. Like, and that once again, like I'm not saying it's bad, but like, and like with Winter Soldier and even with Civil War, like those two movies, they don't, one doesn't diminish the other. No. I think they complement each other more than diminish i agree and especially in if you want to get even more into it like i think even though a lot of people don't like it if you take that and you put age of ultron in between 
Age of Ultron, to me, is a movie that a lot of people didn't like, but is made better by Civil War. Yes. Because it's a continuation for, for those characters. And you watch it, and you know where everything's going. And it, it makes you, in, to me, it makes me enjoy Age of Ultron a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I won't say Age of Ultron is like a horrible movie. It's just, uh, I felt it was a step in the wrong direction. Like, I didn't like it as much as the first Avengers. Yeah. It was just too much. Like, they took the things that I don't like about Disney Marvel films, and they amped it up to 11. Yes. They, uh, I know a lot of people said they, they kind of did a disservice to the Ultron character. You know, I could see that, but at the same time, I actually enjoyed the Ultron character in that. <laughs> like, is the weird, you know... I thought James Spader was great. Yeah, the weird philosophizing robot that's trying to destroy the planet. Like, his monologues were fantastic, well, and, I and, thought. You know, to go back to what you were talking about with, like, uh, Winter Soldier, how they really, like it felt like they really got cap. They really like mm-hmm. understood him. They did a lot of work. And I feel like at some point, like age of Ultron kind of diminished him a little bit. Yes. Like they didn't, didn't diminish him, but they kind of like, I don't know. They made him more one dimensional. Yeah. They did like, a bit, language. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like it just didn't, I don't know if you watched it. Uh, yeah. It, for Captain America movie, uh, age of Ultron isn't good. Like if, you, if you're looking for a yeah. good representation <laughs> of cap, but civil war, um, winter soldier, like, doesn't get better. You, you can tell the Russos really get Captain America. Or I don't, I don't think Joss Whedon ever fully got Captain America. Like he kind of played him on that man out of time thing, like as a comedic yeah. venture, as opposed to like a, good, a tragic yeah. character. Yeah. Like him going like, I get that reference. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Although I did enjoy. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I didn't laugh. Like, yeah, like the language the, stuff, his, but like just his, looking. his depiction in the first Avengers, I enjoyed. I thought it was the first decent depiction of him. Mm-hmm. Like, the first Captain America movie, I was just like, eh, you know, it just it didn't have my attention the way it, I, a movie like that should. I sometimes forget about that movie. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Like, I mean, they immediately get rid of the Nazis in it and they replace them with Hydra because they didn't want to have them fight Nazis, which is weird. Like, what better villain do you have than Nazis? Like, I could watch Captain America punch Nazis in the face all day. Yeah. Well, there, at least there was a montage of him punching a fake Hitler. <laughs> it's true. Man, if they'd had him actually punch Hitler in the face, it would have been the greatest movie of all time. It would have. Just walk up, just... <laughs> Take that, Ratsy. Ratsy. Yes. Um, but no, yeah, that ele- that elevator scene. <laughs> it was a very good scene. It's a really good scene. I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, it's, it is one of those, like, if like, I gotta wait to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yep. No matter what, you gotta stop what you're doing and watch it. Number two for me, I, I feel like I could have flipped one and two. Yeah. But I feel like they're much better going this way. But uh, number two for me is the snap. Hell yeah. Um, and a lot of people, I mean, not a lot of people, but I know some people that were like, I don't really like, you know, they're coming back. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of people that were very like, eh. fuck you. Like, no, like to be in the theater when that happened. Yeah, man. Was insane. I was like, yeah, like the, the you, when you're in a big group setting like that and you can literally feel like the group emotion that everyone's feeling at the same time. It's a weird experience. It is. And it, that was like, like at the time, like, I mean, for me personally, like I'm just one of those people that like, I really get into what I'm watching. Like, so as it's happening, I'm not thinking like, Oh, they're going to be back. Yeah. Like as you're watching it, you're just watching it as like, Oh, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And like when everyone's fading and dusting and, and when it just comes up and it's just like it, I remember like when we were watching it and like the last scene is like, just cap sitting and he just goes, you know, says whatever. What does he say? Like, he's like, oh God, or something like yeah. that. And then it just like goes black. Mm-hmm. The credits start. Like, I remember people in the theater just going like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't end a movie like that. Come on. <laughs> it's like, it was like met with that. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like disappointment, but then applause. Yeah. I couldn't believe that they did that. I mean, yeah, I was like, they're not really going to, he's not like, I don't know. I guess I was just kidding myself maybe, but yeah, they actually did the snap and it was probably one of the most impactful cinematic moments, you know, of this generation. Yeah. I would say like it was, I would say if I had to make it, you know, equal to something, it's probably how a lot of people felt like at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. For the first time, mm-hmm. like just like having this very like daunt, hopeless feeling mm-hmm. of like, Oh, that was, that was really a downer. And like, and yeah, it was, it was a downer. Like I remember just like constant, like people sniffling, especially with the Spider-Man stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I would actually, <laughs> <laughs> and what sucks is like when you have, when you watch that, like you never have like a, a first moment of that ever again. Nope. Like you never have that same feeling ever again. But it's like, so sometimes I would like hop on YouTube and like try to find like videos of people watching it. Like <laughs> crowd reaction videos. Taken vicariously. So, like, yes, I'm, right. like, I'm a sad, sad man. <laughs> Just to like watch people's like reaction and like, uh-huh. it's so great. Like anytime they're watching like that, that scene of like everybody just fading one by one, like just being like, who's next? Like what's happening? It's, 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 it has some, something that's genuinely surprising, mm-hmm. especially in Marvel movies where people say like, oh, they're so predictable. There's yeah. No, no one ever dies. Yeah. This and that, like to have that happen, I think was just. And it did stick. Like there were permanent repercussions for it. And that was the thing. Like people kept saying like, well, they're going to come back. Like, yeah. I, like, I find it hard to be sad. Like, if they're going to come back, I'm like, no, it's still sad. Like, yeah, especially because they stuck with it. It wasn't like they went back and like erased it and it never happened. Like, no, that all still happened. Yeah. Which is, which is cool. Cause that's what they said. And like the writers, they said like, no, it, it no, it, it happened. It, yeah. They're, they're gone. <laughs> and they stuck by their gun. Like, no, they're gone. They're really gone. Yeah. And it turns out they were. Yeah. <laughs> and then the housing market probably had some serious repercussions. Oh yeah. There eventually. was, <laughs> I can't even imagine like there's so much, so many weird things to think about. Like, Some people get, would get remarried and then their husbands or wives would uh, come, come back. back and, Oh, that would be awkward. Oh yeah. I saw a joke thing that was like a joke sitcom about that called the snap. Like what <laughs> happens when his new wife meets his old wife? <laughs> and then part of me was like, I'd kind of want, I'd watch that. Yeah. It'd be a good premise for like a season. Yeah. Until it got old. But until, yeah. Until they were beating a dead horse. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when your new dog meets your old dog? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, sweet. I got two dogs now. Or like some of the stuff they hit on Spider-Man, like you come back and like you're now younger than your younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> like your younger brother's now older than you. <laughs> God, that's weird. Oh, there's so many weird things that could happen. Mm-hmm. Like here's one. Okay. All right. So you're 16. You're dating a 16 year old. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> no, no, listen, listen. <laughs> you don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> I, I didn't think that I didn't realize you were going that way. Yeah. No, I, I, I wasn't serious. Okay. Unless no, uh, but anyways, uh, was it my turn now? Yes. Okay. Number, number two, two. <laughs> number two moment. Burr, 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 burr. All right. Uh, number two, probably I would go with Spider-Man's first reveal in uh, Captain America's civil war. Because like, I never thought he was, for those of you that don't know, I'm sure most of you do. Spider-Man was stuck in legal limbo. He was held hostage by uh, Sony for all those years because they kept trying to make a decent Spider-Man movie. We kept fucking it up. <laughs> and they actually made a deal with, you know, Marvel and he ended up showing up in the Avengers. And, oh, I, I was, I remember first seeing it in the trailer. I wish I hadn't, but there's no way you wouldn't have known. But yeah, this like, holy shit, you know, and his suit looked great. He had like the classic smaller Spider-Man eyes and. Oh, in the, the fact they moved. They yeah. Like, they had, Spider-Man was moving eyes. Uh-huh. It was just fantastic. They picked a great actor for him and he showed up and he was quippy and it wasn't awkward or forced or annoying. Mm-hmm. Which is a very fine line. Yes. 
And I just, you know, I thought that was one of the best things ever to happen. And uh, for Marvel, it was just such a big win for the fans and for Marvel itself, like to finally have Spider-Man come home, you know? So that's my coming. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Um, I just remember like when they kind of started talking about him joining and they finally announced it and they were like, we're going to recast him because Steph really liked uh, Andrew Garfield. I yeah. liked him as Spider-Man. And she was like, I don't want to, nope, I don't want to be Spider-Man. <laughs> and like the second that uh, Tom Holland is introduced in Civil War, she loved him. Yeah. She was like sold right away. <laughs> That's great. It was, just, it was like, fuck Andrew who? <laughs> who field? Andrew who's at what field? <laughs> um, and not to mention like that, like getting that reveal of that suit, like the suit, they did such a good job because it's one of those, it's Spider-Man is one of those weird things where it's like, you can only do so much with the suit yeah. before it starts to look weird. Yeah. Like, like you want to keep the the simplicity and the recognizability of it intact without messing up, but you also don't want to go back and do what's been done already. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh like Superman. Yeah. Like you want to do your own thing, but you don't want to go to so be too far. Small. You don't yeah, you don't want to go so far to where it's you know unrecognizable or, or the next thing you know, you're Nicolas Cage and Yeah. <laughs> And it's in Burn movie. Yeah. Using <laughs> in your ass is turning into daggers and you're fighting polar bears. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, that the suit was so good. Like, I think it's the best on screen Spider-Man suit. I agree. Like, uh, I mean, I don't dislike any of the Spider-Man suits. I thought all of them were great for their time. The thing is they were going for too much detail and texturing in the suits. Like, yeah, there's a simplicity to that, to the MCU one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's not super reflective. It doesn't have like a weird basketball texture or like embedded webbing in the suit like the previous suits did. It was, yeah. And it wasn't shiny or anything. It was a, which it was, was a big thing of like overly muscled and overly shiny suits were really big in uh, comic movies. This one had a matte finish. It looked like an actual fabric. Yeah. Like yeah. you watch, uh, you watch like, um, uh, like the Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how the fuck did he make this suit? Yeah. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> he this sewed is, it together. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't just stuff you can go pick up at Joanne Fabrics. <laughs> It looks, yeah, I don't know. Unless he made it with like a glue gun or something. Like it's, it's, it's a weird plasticky rubbery texture. Like the, the webbing on the, at times almost looks silver. Yeah. Which I wasn't a big, big fan of. No, me either. But I did, uh, I mean, I enjoyed the suits for what they were, but I think they took it to its best conclusion. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, the, and then he, even to build on it into Homecoming where like you, I know some people don't like the tech aspect of the suit. How <laughs> do you feel about that? <sighs> it, it, it wasn't a, it didn't bother me really. It's one of those things where I'm like, eh, I mean, it's, I'm fine with it. Like, I mean, Spider-Man is a scientist. Yeah. So I don't really see it as, you know, being completely out of the, the instant kill eyes. I mean, <laughs> come on. And then of course there's the Avengers suit that he had, which I enjoyed too. I liked, I always liked the iron spider suit. So mm-hmm. from uh, civil war, a lot of people didn't. And I thought it was cool. I liked it. You know, it has a lot of the things that I just criticized. You know, it was, it was shiny reflective. It was, but it was reckon, supposed to be. Yeah. It was supposed to be like an Iron Man's take on a Spider-Man suit. It was red and yellow. It had an almost barely recognizable spider on the chest, but I thought it was fucking cool. And it had the spider legs, but it only had three, which was, I always felt was very strange. At least in the movie, he had four. Yeah, in the movie, he had four. I'm, I'm, I would like to think that somebody was sitting there designing it, and they're like looking at images uh-huh. from the comics, and they're like, fuck, does it have three? Where's the other leg? <laughs> fuck <laughs> this, I'm giving him another leg. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> All right. Here it comes. Number one for me. What's again? I, I maintain my list as a very safe list. Yeah. And mine was pretty safe too. <laughs> uh, number one for me. And actually when we first, when I first thought about doing this, it was already my number one, mm-hmm. even though I talked about how I could interchange this in two. But mm-hmm. I think when I really thought about it, I was like, no. And number one is the portal scene in Avengers Endgame. Oh dude. Fuck. Yeah. That, that might be my 
favorite scene, not just in any comic book movie, in any movie ever. Yeah, man. Every time I've seen that, I got emotional. Mm-hmm. Like every time. And like the fact that it was every time, it's not like uh, Infinity War with a snap where like it happened and like you're just stuck in the moment. You're like, oh shit. But you see it a second time and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, with that, it was just like, I like every time, like I get chills. Like when everybody's walking, it's just such a cool moment. Like the build, like when everybody's walking through the music playing and then like when the event, Oh, there they are. There, there's the goosebumps. <laughs> when the Avengers theme starts to kick in, it's like, dun, 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 dun. And a cat pick, you know, he gets the hammer and he does oh, the yeah. Avengers assemble. Like, Oh, it's so good. Yeah, man. There is not, that is just, we talk about like comic book movies coming to like comics coming to life in movies that came to, that was a comic book movie brought to life. Like that was like, Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's man. So good. It was just such a cathartic moment. Just like something you've been, they wrapped it up well. Something that we'd been we'd been wanting to see for like ten years, and they did it, and they actually pulled it off without pissing off a bunch of people, which and, is amazing. Yeah, and not to mention too, like, and I always I don't know if this is just me like looking into things, but I feel like in that moment when the two armies start to charge at each other, you get a sense of the different kinds of leaders that Cap is mm-hmm. and that Thanos is. Because Cap is leading his charge mm-hmm. and Thanos just points his double blade and everybody starts running and then he starts running Hell like, yeah. after a bunch of them start going like, I don't know if that was done on purpose. I don't know if that's me reading into things or whatever, but I'm, a part of me is like, oh no, I get it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. But like, oh, and then like just even before like the portals start happening, like Cap just stands there with a sh- broken shield. Mm-hmm. He has like a laceration on his leg. Is, has Thor's hammer and he's just like, all right. I don't even actually know he doesn't even have Thor's hammer at that point. No. He's just like, all right, let's do this. Oh, yeah. And then the portals just start coming and everybody starts coming out. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it was a great moment, an amazing I, moment. It, it is. And and like I said, like, and this is even me, like, as like a Batman fan, like, I think it trumps anything that's been in any Batman movie. Like, yeah. And for the longest time, my favorite scene in, in movie was like the interrogation scene in the Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Like, I love that scene just because it's just two like ridiculous people talking. <laughs> And it was taken perfectly seriously. Taken perfectly seriously. Like, <laughs> don't even bat an eye at, yeah. at any of it. But like, if 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 you can watch a, a scene from a movie and it affects you not once but three times, like mm-hmm. after seeing it, like that's that means that moment like means something to you. And that moment definitely was just the most powerful thing. Like, even I mean to tag on to like Tony Stark's death. Mm-hmm. Like even that like is still like I know every time Steph's seen it, like she's got super emotional. Like. It's not like seeing Han Solo get killed for some reason. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he wanted out. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of expected it. He had a look. Uh, was like, oh, thank God when he died. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> Could you carterize my butthole before you kill me, please? <laughs> um, I mean, how, how pumped did you get during that portal scene? Oh, right? dude, are you kidding me? I was fucking jazzed up. <laughs> my only, my only gripe to this day, my only thing is I wish... When he said assemble, it would have been a bigger shout. Yeah. Assemble! assemble. <laughs> well, I think that's hard to say assemble, like, you know, yell assemble without sounding like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think they just went with the assemble, which I, I agree. I wish he had said it in a big loud. Does that mean like everybody in, that came through the portal is now an Avenger now? Yes. <laughs> Does that mean Howard show. Ducks? Howard the Duck is, in a, is a leader of the Avengers. Korg's yes. an Avenger? Yep, Korg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite characters from Thor Ragnarok. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. But no, I, good luck topping that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My number one, number one moment, the great, my favorite moment. Definitely. Uh, Obadiah Stane. Obadiah Stane. 
being all creepy to Pepper Potts. <laughs> <laughs> Remarkable woman. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they hadn't killed him. When he, he takes so that great. drink, he's yeah. like, <laughs> and he's got that weird smile. <laughs> He is such a scene stealer. Like he just chews up the oh, scene. Oh, he did. Yeah. He like, did. Oh, he was great. Is that really your? No. <laughs> <laughs> honorable mention. Honorable mention. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, honorable mention for me would be uh, probably Yondu's death. Oh, yeah. In Guardians. That was, oof. That was a, that was Some a great acting by Chris Pratt in that scene. Oh, yeah. I think he, he, he's, he's got like, good chops. He's good like, this is chops. my, this is my Oscar moment. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, that's no. not cinema boy. <laughs> it's a theme park ride. It's <laughs> But yeah, I would go, my favorite moment, my number one moment would be when uh, Cap first picks up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What? I was like, oh, I finally did it. You know, oh, so great. How appropriate that our number ones were all from. Yep. (laughs) Which is funny because I am am still not even 100% sure that I like Endgame more than Infinity War. I'm not sure either. But But it had some really good moments. It did. It had like some really powerful. And that's a good, that's another one though, where it's like just stuck with you. Like, yeah. He's like, Oh, and he, you know, brings it down on that. And I was like, Oh, so good. Well, and what's great too is like about that scene is like after seeing infinity war, I was like, man, I was like, cap kind of was like a, went down like a punk in infinity war. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Thanos just was like, he was like, hold it. And Thanos was just like, Hey, yeah. Nope. And just like knocked him down one punch, like a bitch. And well, I mean, he did beat the fuck out of the Hulk. So it's true. And he did have the power of the infinity stones, yeah. which he didn't in this, but like, just seeing Cap like with that hammer going toe to toe with yeah man when he like hits the hammer with the with the shield and like oh it's so good hell yeah oh he's swinging it yeah just totally knew how to use it right away oh it's good good stuff you know overall I preferred the fight scene in uh, Infinity War with uh, Doctor Strange and uh, you know Iron Man the fight on Titan yeah the fight on Titan because that's overall I preferred that fight scene but that particular moment I think mm-hmm. topped it yeah just because of the impact of having you know I think like. The big moments in Endgame are what help make it almost an equal movie to Infinity War. Yeah. Because sometimes I I may I may think as an overall movie, Infinity War may be a bit better. I would think as so. As far as pacing and stuff goes. Yeah, like there's parts, if I were to rewatch uh, Endgame, I would probably fast forward through them. Um, well, the part, the thing with Endgame, and it, so Infinity War does end on kind of a downer, but it's like. <laughs> what do you mean? You're like, you know, oh, there's a, there's more to the story. Yeah. Endgame is a definitive kind of ending to the MCU that we know. Mm-hmm. And like that whole Tony Stark, like death and funeral, like it's such a fucking downer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's a legit downer. Like, so it makes it hard sometimes to, for rewatchability mm-hmm. of it because you're just like, uh, oh, this isn't very uplifting. Yeah. I don't want to be sad. <laughs> like granted, it kind of ends like on a, on a good note with like Captain Peggy. And mm-hmm. even though some people are like, you did, you break the character. I'm more of a Sharon fan myself, but. Do you think they wrecked Captain America's uh, character with that? With no, that arc? no, not at all. Because people were like, "Oh, he just left his friends," and like, I was like, "Well, what's left for him to do?" Like, yeah, really. The big threat's gone. Like, there's nothing left. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, he earned his peace. I kind of feel like they were, in a way, expecting that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you send the man who's displaced from time with a time traveling device. What the fuck do you think he's going to do? Yeah, you, the Russos have went back to say that they think if they ever tried to bring Steve Rogers back, that it would be just a huge disservice to the character. I think so too. I think it was, they might end up doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. in a few years. <laughs> Chris Evans might be hurting for some of that Marvel Disney money. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like, I, I think, you know, Iron Man and Cap got their endings, the endings that we wouldn't have expected. Like they say, you know, he says in 
Avengers, you know, he tells Tony, he's like, you're not the guy to make the sacrifice play and mm-hmm. cut the wire, you know, let the other, you know, and he's like, oh, he's like, I'd rather just cut the wire and let the other guy go. <laughs> yeah. And you find out like, oh, nope, he ends up sacrificing himself and yeah. Steve ends up being a little selfish and going and living a life yeah. well, that he didn't think he could ever have, mm-hmm. but not before swinging the shit out of Thor's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you, so people have said that apparently, cause like he tried to lift it in uh, age of Ultron and like it moved a little bit and he was like, oh, nope, I can't lift it. People are, I guess they've said like, I don't know if it's been a retcon or whatever, where they're like, oh no, he could lift it, but he just didn't want to didn't. Like, hurt Thor's feelings. Kind of odd, but <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want, you know, you know, to make Thor look bad. So he just didn't do it. I'm like, I don't know if he would do that. Kind of weird. Especially because Vision just walks up and he's like, here. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I feel like I'd be like, well, if he's can do it, I mean. Well, Vision's uh, an android, so. It's different. Don't you start that. It doesn't, it doesn't activate the enchantment. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't think he oh, was faking it unless maybe he just didn't want to reveal that he could for some reason. Other than that. One thing I have noticed on these lists is our lists are very cap heavy. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh man, I really wish Tony was here. Cause like, he probably would have at least like threw some more like Iron, Iron Man, Man yeah. or Hawkeye type moments. So, I mean, uh, mine only had two. I think, yeah, the elevator scene and uh, when he. But I feel up. like we talked about Cap a lot. Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on Cap. Once, America's ass. When, <laughs> once you Cap, the fun don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show myself out. Thank you. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this week's uh, show. Uh, let us know what some of your favorite moments in the MCU are. It's uh, over ten years old. There's there's plenty of stuff we missed. Two twenty three movies to go through. Yeah, man. I don't even know at this point. It's, it's very hard to narrow it down. I originally wanted to do 10, but that would have been just too long of a show. Yeah. We did 10. We could always do a part two. We yeah. could. Bardu. <laughs> 10 more great moments in the MCU. Hell yeah. Uh, be sure to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network where you can find our show and plenty of other great shows. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are enjoyed. We also have a YouTube channel where you can watch toy unboxings, reviews, and tons of other good stuff over there. And we have a T public account where you can great, get some great t-shirts. I actually finally ordered my beast shirt. You did? I did. Hell yeah. I ordered it in yellow with Perfect. the blue. It looks great. Oh, I can't nice. wait to get it in. It's going to look awesome. And I ordered our, our special Halloween shirt. So I'm very, very excited to get those. And I will uh, post pictures. Fuck yeah. Facebook when we get them in so people can see what great quality, quality <laughs> these shirts are. I always wanted to wear a t-shirt with my face on it. Me too. I don't know. If, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it like at work. Hey yeah. guys. <laughs> people be like, are you fucking wearing a shirt with your face? Especially cause like mine's like in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so like, even if I'm wearing like a hoodie or something, like it just, there's me. And boom. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. I see people in bands like they wear their own band shirts. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> well, my band's sweet. Uh, we also, I have some great affiliate links with Google, not Google. <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> we have some great affiliate links with Amazon and Entertainment Earth, you can click below and get that holiday shopping done early. It's only a few weeks away. So it's not even really early at it's this al- point. It's already snowing. People. <laughs> yes, very heavily, and I am sad. <laughs> it's it's November 11th in Michigan, and it is snowing. Yesterday when I was at work, funny story for you, I saw somebody, I checked somebody out, they were buying a bag of salt mm-hmm. and leaf bags. <laughs> that's pure Michigan. I was like, that's the most fucking <laughs> Michigan purchase I have ever seen. Maybe some sunblock to go with yeah. it, too. <laughs> buy some sunblock too <laughs> you never know and you some flowers it. you really don't yeah weird uh also thank you to all our devoted patreons charlie robbins jeremy brown janelle kozlowski angel Doty, and christy vance for your continued support of this show thank you for keeping us alive in business 
I think that'll do it. Hell yeah. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Jeff. Bye-bye.